Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. My wife uh, graciously is going to go back there, amen, uh, to take care of. If you want to take your baby back there, she'll take him uh, right now. And so go now or forever hold your peace, amen. Praise the Lord. But we do have the overflow room there that if you want to sit at the, at the cafe to li- listen to there and take care of your child. But she's going back there. And so if you want to take your baby back there, she'll take up to four kids right now. You can go ahead and release them right now, amen. Amen. I'm going to wrap up the series uh, that we're in, amen, on what drives us what drives us amen and and i'm talking about the drivers of our fellowship uh of, of our of pclv amen and uh and in our vision which is what it's missing one of them here but it's serve send. come on win build serve Sin, amen. If you ever forget, it's hanging right there on the PCLV on the wall there. But that is that is who we are, amen. And our motto is what? Real faith, real change, amen. We're not here to bring anything fake or phony, amen. We're here to bring you the real deal, amen. Praise the Lord and just offer real faith for you guys, amen. Because real faith brings real change. Amen. The drivers that we went over on this series, amen, is that we are looking for someone. God always needs workers. We are Pentecostal. Hello. Hallelujah. The church is a driver. Discipleship is a driver. Radical evangelism is a driver. And last week, our commitment to church planning and missions that we saw a mission report right now from Barcelona, Spain. Amen. And so we believe in the work that's out there and we give to that work. Amen. We support that girl, that work. Those are our drivers of our fellowship, the drivers of PCLV. And the last driver today is fellowship. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to put that into practice today with fellowship. Sunday, hallelujah, amen, we're just going to hang out and fellowship, it really blessed me to see a few people last Sunday, amen, I seen them hooking up, getting into cars and going to fellowship somewhere, and, and it was cool because they, they didn't hook up before, and when you start to see things like that, and people getting connected and going out and having some food, and some of you guys have done that before, amen, but that's a good part, that's fellowship. You know, not only just coming to church, but you say, you know what, let's go grab a burger, bro. You want to go eat? Want to go eat? And people go on, gather and eat, and that's that's a great thing. That's the church. Can somebody say amen? I want you to turn to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. And it says this, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy... Complete my joy, somebody say his joy, my joy by being same mind, having the same love and being in full accord and and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humilities count others more significant than yourselves. Let's look, let's, uh, let us, let 
each of us look not only to our own interests, but also to the interests of others, having this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, fellowship is an inward connection, a connection with other believers. Amen. Believers who share the same love for God that you have. Amen. It's an inward connection that translates to an outward bonding. When you, when you, we fellowship, there's a bonding that happens outside this here. Amen. We come together and we, we, and we're bonding together. Amen. As Christians, our core values and calling to serve God immediately unites us in fellowship with one another, with other believers. Amen. Believers who are actively seeking God as well. Paul right here in our text, amen, stresses spiritual unity. Asking the Philippians, amen, and asking us here today to love one another. Turn to your neighbor and say, I love you. Come on. Now really mean it. You're like this, you go, I love you. <laughs> but I love you. 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 I'm not embarrassed to say I love you. I'm not embarrassed to tell a man here, I love you. Because I, I love you guys, amen. We're here to love one another, amen. And so that's what we do. That's what the church is. We're here to love one another and to be in one spirit and purpose. Come on, we can't have mixed spirits here. We got to be in one mind and one accord. We got to be on the same page. Tell your neighbor, be on the same page. Come on, we're going to flow together. We got to be on the same page page when we work together caring for the problems of others as if they were our own we demonstrate christ's example putting others first and through that all of us here will experience unity when we start thinking of others and putting others first in front of yourselves that's when you start to experience the unity of god amen paul here offers two ways for believers to engage in Christian fellowship. The first one is humility. Upholding others more highly than you do yourself. The second is to seek to fulfill other needs before your own. Come on, I want you to listen to me. Th then Paul follows these commands for selfless fellowship. By describing, describing how Christ chose to empty himself, becoming like human. He came into humanity. If you go right there in Philippians chapter 2, we continue in verses 5 through 11. It says this, you say I, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equally with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges and took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself, obedient to God, and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to a place of higher honor and gave him the name above all other names. That in the name of Jesus, come on somebody, somebody say Jesus. That in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare, amen, that Jesus Christ is Lord, amen, to glory of God the Father, amen. Come on, we're here to declare, amen, that he 
is Lord. Amen. And so we come to a place with Jesus. He was a true model of humility. Come on, he humbled himself, humbled himself from the position that he was in as God Almighty in heaven and came to earth, amen, and humbled himself as a servant, amen, and became in human-like form, amen, suffered a criminal's death to set you free. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, we should strive to connect with other believers in fellowship, upholding them as important as ourselves. Come on, we, we are here to lift up one another. Just as you've seen demonstrated when this class graduated, amen, they were here honoring one another. I want to thank my brothers for being so open. I want to thank them for participating in this. They were giving each other some high fives. Though they weren't doing it physically, that's what they were doing is high-fiving each other, amen. And that's what we come here, amen. We're here to encourage you, amen. We're not just here with our own problems, amen, because all of us, someone say me, hallelujah, all of us have problems, but sometimes we got to take time out from your problems and put your eyes on somebody else's problems in order to help them. And through that, you can help yourself. Can somebody say yes? Our approach to fellowship should be based on the selfless example of Christ who came to earth to connect and to have fellowship with us. Amen? Come on, listen. Selfishness can ruin a church. Selfishness can ruin a church, but genuine humility can build it. Come on we got to humble ourselves. Amen? Listen, being humble involves having a true perspective about ourselves. Come on. Romans chapter 12, 3 says this. Because of the privilege and the authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're all that. That's the PAT translation. That's Pastor Art translation right there. Amen. But it says, don't, 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 don't think that you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith that God has given us. Amen. Come on, it had to take some humility in this class to, to talk certain things. Come on, right? Amen. Come on, to share these things because you got to humble yourself thinking that, you know what? They're not going to make fun of me. Come on. That's why it takes humility because we got to humble ourselves. You know what? We got to be honest with one another. Amen. Say, you know what? This is my church. This is my brother. This is my sister. I'm able to open up and know that they're not going to talk about me. This is what we need in the church today. Amen. And now I'm not saying that you open up to everyone. Let me get that clear. Amen. God puts you into certain connections, but we should be, op be able to open up freely as brothers and sisters in the church. To one another. There are certain things, you know, you can't just say that to everybody. Come on, you are led to go to certain people with that. You know, you're not going to say it to everyone on certain things that you're going through or things like that because not everyone's in the same level. Are you saying, are you understanding? So there has to be some wisdom behind that. And only you get that wisdom, not in your own intellect, but through the Holy Spirit. Are you following me? 
Amen. So you got to understand that that's where the balance comes. Amen. But we should be be here to say, you know what, if I'm going through a season or going through a storm, that I can come to the altar and not be embarrassed to come to get some healing, some deliverance, or even maybe salvation. Come on, somebody. Now, that doesn't mean that we should put ourselves down. That's not what I'm saying here. But because before God, we're all sinners. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we're all sinners. Amen. I'm not better than you. You're not better than I am. And we're all in the same boat. We are saved by God's amazing grace. Therefore, we are, we have great worth in God's kingdom. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You have great worth. You belong here. This is your family. Hallelujah. Come on. Because we all messed up. We're all sinners trying to get home. Can somebody say amen? Come on. Fellowship should also be universal. Meaning it should be extended throughout the body of Christ, amen, not confined by a church or a denomination. Come on, somebody. Fellowship is usually cultivated within a specific church group, but fellowship should be centralized within Bible believers as a whole. Come on, that doesn't, let me tell you, you know what? Are you praise chapel? Oh, I can't fellowship with you. Oh, you're this? You're that denomination? Nope, get away from me. It should be worldwide. Fellowship should be for everyone. I'll fellowship with anyone that wants to sit down and fellowship with me. Amen. And I'm here to share the love of God. Amen. And be God to everyone. Come on, somebody. It's not because we're, we belong to Praise Chapel. We belong to that church or that church that we just stay within that body. Yeah, it's, it's here. We're going to have some fellowship as Praise Chapel people today. Hallelujah. Come on, we're going to gather here. Amen. And if you're not part of Praise Chapel, you can fellowship with us today. Amen. If you're visiting. But everybody here's a Praise Chapel guy. And chick. Hallelujah. <laughs> sorry. Woman of God. Sorry. Sorry. We got no chicks here. Amen. We got women of God in this place. Amen. <laughs> right, women? So, excuse me for saying that. Amen. I, I apologize. You forgive me? You forgive me? Ladies, you forgive me? You love me? All right. You are women of God. I stand corrected. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, my wife and I, they, we fellowship with other believers. Amen. They're not praise chapel. What? Yeah. Let me, let me tell you, there's been people preaching behind this pulpit, not from praise chapel. Come on, and we have a great time breaking bread with them, fellowshipping with them, amen, because we are part of the body of Christ, amen, hallelujah. We're part of God's family, amen. We should all work together, amen. Listen, we gain dignity and respect by belonging to, belonging to a great fellowship, and we belong to a great fellowship, but the fellowship that enables us to reach beyond ourselves and beyond the four walls of our fellowship. Fellowship is partnering, partnering and making a meaningful impact in the world. The kingdom of God has no room for independence. We must unite with other networks, other fellowships to flow what God is doing now and what he's going to do in the future. There's no doubt that it is God's will for ministries to work together. Hallelujah. Partner together. Connect together in relationship. God groups his people together in families. 
Paul connected with different churches and connected them together through letters, through apostolic messengers, and through personal visits. God initiated fellowship. Come on, he's the original, original initiator of what fellowship is. It started way back in the Garden of Eden, amen, where God had fellowship with Adam and Eve. Come on, somebody. Genesis chapter 3, 8 says, And the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the, car, in the garden in the cool of the day. Why was God walking in the garden? Come on, God was looking to hang out with Adam and Eve. He was looking to have some fellowship with them, amen? Man was made for fellowship with God. That's what he made us for, to hang out with us, amen? But sin, somebody say sin. Sin breaks the fellowship and separates us from God. It's the only thing that separates us from God, amen, is sin. Come on. That's why in Genesis 3, it goes on to say, they hid from the Lord from among the trees of the garden, they broke fellowship. Christ, listen, brought a way for fellowship with God to be possible again through the cross. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. God seeks to restore fellowship. Amen. The cross reinstituted fellowship for man and God. Amen. Christ established the church for fellowship among the believers. That's why the church is so important, amen, for us not only to come together, to grow, to educate ourselves, amen, to equip one, one another, amen, but it's to hang out and to fellowship, to break some bread and talk and build friendships. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, Paul encouraged the Corinthian church to be like-minded and to engage with one another in sincere fellowship. Paul says to them in 1 Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 10, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree that there'll be no division among you, but you be united in the same mind and same judgment. Come on, church members do not seek their own, come on, but the encouragers to be encouragers to others in their talents and their abilities, church. People try so hard building something for themselves, but selfish ambition ruins the closeness of fellowship. Just as even uh, just as Eve grabbed that fruit in the garden, Amen. In Genesis chapter three, because it was a personal desire, so our desires can ruin our fellowship with God if we're chasing something else for our for selfish ambition, church. Come on, we belong to the body of Christ. That's where our focus should be on. For fellowship to grow, we must unify ourselves in placing our love for Christ above all other things. God has to be the first love in your life. Come on, it can't be your wife. It can't be your husband, your children, grandchildren. My wife knows a God. I love God more than her. Doesn't mean I love her less, but God comes first. Amen. Come on, we got to put God first. Amen. It, it, you don't don't look at it into a world uh, worldly way and say that that's pretty. You know, putting you putting someone in front of your wife or your spouse or whatever your children things like. No, no, I'm putting God first. Amen. And He covers my wife. It doesn't mean I love her less. I love her more because I love Him more. 
Come on, somebody. When you love God more, you love each other better. Come on, somebody. So you got to understand, if you put God first, then everything falls into place. But if you're putting your family first, your spouse first, your children first, your grandchildren first, everything's, everything's not going to fall into place, church. But when you start to love God more, he helps you to love your children better. And love your grandchildren better. To love each other better. Come on. Tell your neighbor, love God first. You got to love God first. Amen. Come on, he has to be your first love. Amen. Come on, that, that's your first love, amen. That, 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 he's my everything. If he's, if he's my everything, then everything else falls into place, like I said, amen. amen. Hallelujah. So put God number one, amen. Come on, fellowship, listen. Fellowship must take, uh, must have meaning to you, or otherwise it'll just be a religious word. Come on, we can't just say, yeah, I'm going to have fellowship, and you don't really have true meaning to it. There's no connection to it. You're just using the word, amen. You're going to start becoming very religious. Come on, somebody. Being with God's people and being united or being with his church sharpens our abilities to live with purpose, and it will produce a life that effectively seeks God's direction. Come on, we surround ourselves with other believers, amen. When people are seeking God's direction, we encourage each other in the accountability, amen, to follow the path of righteousness. That's what we're here to say. You know what? You're going the wrong way, brother. You're going the wrong way, sister. Come on, we're here to put each other on the right track and help each other with that, amen. Fellowship does that, amen. Fellowship with, with believers is valuable, amen, and something that we should desire within our lives because it holds us to the calling in Christ Jesus. Through fellowship, we can love and serve God in a love and a love for his church. Come on. Not only do we seek him and love him, we start to love each other better. Like I said, love the church. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47 says this, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Come on, there's that word. To breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came Upon every soul and many wonders and signs they were doing, being done through the apostles, amen. And all who believed were together and had everything in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing to the, the proceeds to all as any had need. And day and night, amen, attending the temple together, breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with gladness and generation, uh, and generous hearts, amen, praising God and having favor for all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those that were being saved, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, they, they came together, amen. And, and come on, we're going to receive this food that we're going to eat today with some gladness, amen. Hallelujah. We're here to just receive. We're not here to complain and say, oh, who made that? Hallelujah. Come on, just, just pass it, amen, and get something else, amen. You don't have to start complaining. Amen. Come on, you just you just get some food, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, this this church, amen. They came together, and if they didn't see something they ate before, they tried it. You know what? I'm gonna try that. You might be surprised that you might like it. Hallelujah. Come on, we're not here to point out anything else. Come on, somebody. But they ate with glad hearts, amen, generous hearts on the food that they receive. Fellowship requires us joining together, amen, helping the weak, amen, and each other and the church, amen, by combining our efforts and, re and resources to serve in selfless love. 
We are here for each other, and we are here to share in that liability. We're liable for that, church. The, the, the responsibility falls on us. We're here doing, we have to do our part and help each other and building each other. If we're not doing that, then we're falling short somewhere. Come on, if someone's not leaving encouraged, then we, we drop the ball. Come on. That's why we gather. That's why we worship, right? It's, you know what? Maybe you came a little heavy. Maybe you had a rough day yesterday. Maybe you got some bad news today, this morning, whatever that may be, amen. But you know what? You made yourself, you got yourself dressed, and you made yourself to come to the church and say, you know, I need to get to the house of God, amen. And the worst thing that can happen, amen, is to do all that, and then no one encourages you. Come on, we should identify each other. And that's when you take the, 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 the problems and the situation that you're going through and say, man, I'm going through some things, but man, my sister looks like she's going through some storms. My brother looks like, man, he just got beat up. Man, I got to put my interests aside. I got to put my problems aside. I'm going to reach out to my brother. I'm going to reach out to my sister and say, man, are you okay? What can I do? Can we pray together? Can we do something together? Amen. That's when we start to come. Uh, we start to unify ourselves. And that's where fellowship can start to come, just through the midst of that church. Amen. Come on, we should come to church and say, you know what, man? I'm going to come home. I'm going to hit that altar. Amen. No one's going to make fun of me, but they're going to stand behind me. We're going to pray. And we're going to break through this. Amen. And we're going to get through this. And that's why there's worship and to remind you of a God that you serve, amen. That's why we have prayer, amen, that they're led, amen. As Sister Miranda was saying, come on, let's just get some needs out. Let's get some prayer done, amen, that we can, what, receive, amen. I don't want to stand here with a long face. I don't want to stand here all, all mad, amen, that you don't receive anything. Imagine if you just came in with no prayer, no worship, no nothing, sit down, we're going to have church. You're like, I'm pretty messed up right now. I can't, I can't receive from you. See, they, they, they butter you up for when I come. They're like, oh yeah, I got the, I got the easy part now. I just deliver the word. But then there's still some that, you know what? Even through the midst of all that, they still stay in their place. And you wonder why change doesn't happen because you're not opening yourself up to fellowship. Because in, during that time when we're gathering together and worshiping God and praying, we're having fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And so you cut your, your Holy Spirit and you're just there mad and like, I'm not giving in. You know, I'm mad at my spouse. I'm mad at, yeah, I'm mad at you. Yeah, yeah you got me mad. I'm not going to, no, no. I'm not going to smile at nobody. Let me tell you, everybody notices it. <laughs> We know you had a fight. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Amen. <laughs> Just get right. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. Hopefully through the course of the worship, hopefully through the second or maybe the third song, boom, something just hits you. All of a sudden you just grab your, your lady's hand and say, you know what? Oh man, just forget this. There have been times, amen. I come like that and I got to preach. Amen. I'm praising God and I, I'm just going with the flow like, Go hug her. I'm like, oh, tell her to hug me. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's how I talk with God. Amen. <laughs> but he goes, no, you're the man. You go do it. I go, ah, okay. And I, I give my wife a hug or a kiss. And it breaks it. And it's really, you know, I got, I'm the man. 
I'm the priest. I'm going to break it. Amen. Amen. It's not about who's right, who's wrong. The battles, it's, it's, that's not about that. It's just, it's making it right. And you know what? That's, that's all I do. And if she don't not receiving it, she's going to stay mad. Well, then I come back and I did my part. Get her. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Amen. <laughs> and God always does. <laughs> he, gets, he, he gets us. You know what? It's all right. We, we're all flesh. I said we all fall short of God's glory. We're all sinners, guys. We all mess up. We all say something wrong. But we get it right. If we have fellowship with God and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, he will convict you. He will talk to you. And if you don't do it, he'll keep hounding, hounding, get it, get it right. Okay. And you do it. This is get, we're here to work it together. The battle's not between us, guys. That's, the battle's all wrong. The battle's up there. We're fighting demons. We're fighting spiritual darkness. We're, that's who our battle's too. We're here to support each other and help each other. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, you were mad because she did this or he did that. But you know what? Talk it out and don't let it say, man, don't get, don't let it, don't get ripped off. Receive. Tell your neighbor, I'm here to receive. We're here to receive, church. As God blesses, we in turn bless others. Come on. As God pours in, then we pour out to others. The things that we receive and the things that we get through is to to deposit into fellowship, to help other brothers and sisters. Amen. We're not here to get spiritually fat. And receive everything. We're just like, oh, yeah, I don't give nothing to nobody. You know, we're just walking around all, all fat spiritually, amen. But God gives us, amen. Why? So we can give back out. Come on. That's the only, you know, little, it's not even theology, amen. It's just, I'm giving you a little image with that. And you guys know what I'm talking about, right? You know, we don't want to walk around all like this, amen. We're supposed to be in fit for the kingdom of God because what you're getting in, you're, you're taking out. It shows in your walk. It shows in your talk. It shows who you are, amen. So when you're coming in, amen, and God feeds you and feeds you, you're in turn is to feed somebody else. So as he blesses, bless others. As he pours in, pour it out to others. Come on, I come to empty myself completely to you, amen. I, I get filled up, amen, and I just come and just go, Rah! and just give it all to you. And I just go, todo chupado afuera, And then I get filled up again. Or someone out here fills me up. Because I get filled by you guys too. Come on. It's the truth. Amen. Some of you guys take time and say, you know what? I need to fill something up for pastor. I need to fill this up. We're here to fill up each other, church. Come on. Not just throw up on each other. Can I just throw up on you? We're good at that. But there's times that, you know what? I'm not going to do this today. My sister is going through a rougher time than I am. I'm going I'm to reach out to her. I'm going to reach out to him. And through the course of that, God's doing something on your side. Come on, we, we, we can't be selfish. Come on, let's, let's, let's humble ourselves and let's do that. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8 says, Freely you have received, freely give. Amen. As I close today, ooh, I did that one quick, huh?
You know why? I'm hungry. <laughs> but it's, it's basic. We don't need to stretch this out. We need a fellowship. We need to encourage one another. And there's the great example in the book of Acts chapter 2 of the, of the church that did that. The model that for us, that we need to model. for, We need to have that modeled here in our church and for each other. They encourage each other. They, they, they came, they broke bread, they fellowshiped, they prayed for one another, they worshiped together. And through that, God brought increase. He brings increase. We've got to do what we need to do in the church, but he's the Lord of the harvest. And he'll bring increase if, if we come in unity and we humble ourselves for one another in fellowship. When we release selfishness, hurt, accusation, and blame against other believers, then we're able to receive God's blessing and direction more freely. If we can clear all the junk that we're carrying, then we can receive from God and God can bless us. If we come here with just stuff and we're carrying stuff, we're not here, we're not just getting nothing, we're just making it a routine. We're coming here religiously. We're coming here because you think you're sitting in this chair is going to save you. I'm here to give you some news, church. This church does not save you. It's only Jesus that saves you. And it's a relationship with him, amen. Come on, it's not, it's not showing your card and say, look it, I was in perfect attendance at PCLV. No, no, it's your relationship with God. Come on. This does not make you a Christian or a follower just because you sit in one of these chairs. We're glad you're here, but when you dedicate your life and you start to release all the stuff that the world has put on you and everything that you've gone through, then God can start to release his blessing and his purpose in your life, your destiny in your life. Amen. You've got to release those things, and those things can come through fellowship, church. There have been many times, amen, as a Bible study leader back at home that we just sat down, we fellowship and fellowship and we broke bread and came, made coffee pot after coffee pot and we did not leave until something broke. And sometimes it'd be two in the morning, three in the morning or the very next day, church. But we did that because we encourage each other. It started with fellowship and through that fellowship, healing comes, deliverance comes, things happen, church. Come on, somebody. Paul instructs the Philippians in Philippians 2, 2 and 3, it says, Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love and being in full accord and with, of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Amen. I'll end with this. The gospel flourishes in an environment and unity that's within the church. The words that we receive, the things that come to us, will flourish, will grow, will get more out of it, amen, if we're in an environment of unity. And fellowship brings that church. So let's be the church of fellowship. I know we've gone through some rough years in closing down and not gathering and all the stuff, amen, that the government threw at us and, and all the stuff that hit our, our, our world, not only here but worldwide through these things, amen. And, and there are certain things that we have to take in accountability, but the enemy was trying to break fellowship. It's trying to bring division, trying to bring separation. 
Yes, there's our concerns, and yes, we've got to take some proper steps at times, church. I'm not, I'm not disregarding those things, but we've got to get back to the fellowship part. We need to be the church and let nothing come in to bring separation to that. Because the enemy is working hard, and he'll bring whatever he needs to bring. Amen. But through those things and through those crises and through those times in the Bible, people didn't scatter, they gathered and they're doing it in third world nations that, that, that face a lot severe more things than we face, church. And they still, that fear does not stop them from gathering. Because they're there for the gospel and they'll die for the gospel. You know, until we make up our mind, I'll die for you, Jesus. Then we, we, we truly haven't died yet. We got to make up that mind, God. I, you're, this is it. It's heaven and bus. I choose you. I will never, never deny you. I will, I will live, and, and if, it, if it takes my life, then it takes my life. But I'm here for the gospel because he laid down his life for me. Come on. We're, we're, not, we're not backing down from any devil, any lie. Come on. We're going to unite. We're going we're gonna to do that in fellowship and love for one another. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. Come on. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Quick and to the point. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. God is so faithful. And we should all stand up. Amen.